What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You already know what it is. Welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast, where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it straight to you. I'm your host, Denzel, aka Black Ice, joined by my amazing co-host each and every week, starting off with my boy Manny, aka Goopmaster Flex. What's going on, bro? You already know, stay gooping. You already know. And then we got my boy down low, Chris, aka May 25th. What's going on, bro? Uh, you know. Another day, another dollar. But I'm here to talk about some games. Let's talk about some games. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get it. You know, uh, a lot of news actually last week. We're definitely not going to yeah, get into all of on. it. Not going to get into all of it this week. We got three main topics here um, that we'll get into shortly. But you already know what we do. We started off with what you people really want to see here. It's the icebreaker. So, Chris... Alright, y'all, so for this week's icebreaker, um, it's a little bit different, a little weird, but I felt like it was going to be a good question. Um, this week the question is, if you had a, uh, a foreign friend, right, uh, somebody who wasn't really too keen on American culture, and you wanted to try to expose them to American culture, uh, what video game would you use to do so? Um, like, let's say, for example, this dude, or this gal, um, maybe they didn't know too much English and they needed a reference, or they are from a more sheltered culture or something like that, maybe, maybe you gotta break them into what being an American is all about, how would you do it? Um, this might not even be the best answer, but it's the only answer I got, and it's a funny one. For me, I'm gonna let them play Call of Duty, but here's what it is, right? No, listen, listen, listen. It's not That's about the game. Making. I already know It's not about this. the game. It's, <laughs> I already know you're going. It's about the pregame it's lobbies. It's not about the, it's about the goddamn lobbies, right? <laughs> I'm going to take my foreign friend and put his headphones on his head and say, my friend, I know you watch a lot of movies and all that stuff, but you need to listen to these headphones <laughs> because this is how people in America talk. This is how people in America act, okay? Oh, no. Not everybody. But a good majority of us, we ain't shit. <laughs> we ain't shit. And this is the quickest way for you to realize that. So, my friend, get into these lobbies, buddy, and start shooting some heads off. But understand, you're going to get called everything under the sun. It's part of the game, bro. Yo. Modern Warfare 2 lobbies were golden. Facts, bro. I'm telling you, man, you grow some hair on your nuts being in the lobbies, man. <laughs> so, oh, so, yeah, foreign friend. Get your ass in these lobbies and learn about America. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's my going answer. back so fast. <laughs> going back. <laughs> I guess oh. it depends on what type of foreign, maybe, or something like that, because it depends, I guess. But still, whatever. <laughs> Put them in them lobbies, man. I think that's a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's also, I guess experience. we also have to assume that wherever they live, they don't get, I mean, because obviously Call of Duty is everywhere. So you have to assume that they don't get Call of Duty there. But <clears> yeah. 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 Interesting. That's that's my answer, man. I don't even care if they like playing the game. You know, they ain't got like the game. I just want you to understand what you are listening to. <laughs> this, <laughs> I, this is unfiltered. This is what it is. You better get used to it, my boy. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> Betty, what? what you got, man? Curious to this, hear one, this. This, this one's a little like, you know, 
it makes sense and it don't at the same time because what they do, you know, they do a lot of different things. But to kind of understand the American culture, I feel like Fortnite, you know, might. <laughs> Here goes that time. Here goes that time. <laughs> I want to hear the rest. Let him, let him speak. Let him speak. <laughs> I think so. It's it's gonna be it's interesting because Fortnite does a lot of trends. You know what I'm saying? What you know what's popular around the world, and you know a lot of trendy things. You know. You find like some dances. Oh, you got some cosmetics as well. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like Fortnite like does a lot of like getting the trendy things out, which kind of does like in a sense like help with American culture as well as you know cultures around the world because they're not just American. And you know, they even have stuff like concerts like Ariana Grande, Travis Scott pulling up and everything like that. So like, you know, you kind of like get that aspect too. I think Fortnite does, you know, deserve a little uh credit for Kind of getting the culture in. You know what, Manny? I really respect that answer. I really <laughs> do. I really do. Because, and yeah. I, I feel like a part of me, and I don't, I don't mean to hijack your question, Chris. I guess, like, thinking about it now, maybe a better question would be, like, I don't know, if you, like, met an alien or if you met E.T. or something like that. If, like, you weren't from <laughs> this planet, you oh, know, Fortnite, and you were introducing you, someone to, like, culture on this planet, you know? Because I think... <clears throat> the two answers that you guys gave are, are actually really good in, in that regard. Cause we have to assume if we're going to say like, it's a foreign friend, we have to assume that this person, wherever they live, doesn't have these things because all of these things you just mentioned are extremely international, but right. I will say Fortnite really does a good job with like the pop culture side of things. Like whether it's the freaking TikTok dances or like having, you know, like, I don't know, whatever new movie it is that's coming out, like whether it's Spider-Man or like Black Adam or, you know, whatever, like whatever new pop culture thing that's happening, they always find a way to put it into Fortnite. So that's a good answer. That's a really good answer. I respect yeah. that one. He didn't even expect us to say these things, baby. I was, I was waiting for like, but how does he, do he didn't expect this. No, was, no. Cause that's, as Chris, as soon as you said, as soon as you said Call of Duty, I was like, there's no way he could be talking about the game. And I was like, he's got to be talking about the lobby. So that made sense. And then Manny, when you said Fortnite, I was like, really, Fortnite? Why you got to bring up Fortnite? But you explained it well. So I respect it. I respect it. I still feel like there's only one answer to give. There's only one answer, ladies and gentlemen. It's fucking Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is the perfect depiction. Grand Theft Auto V in particular is the perfect depiction of life in America. And I don't mean the violence aspects of it. I mean all the other social commentary around... Um, like shitty corporations and, you know, stupid social media trends and all these other things that are going on, right? Not necessarily the all the gangbanging and all that stuff, but the excess social commentary that happens in Grand Theft Auto, even just walking around and like hearing someone swear at you about God knows what the fuck else is happening. is like a very accurate depiction of like New York or Los Angeles or something along those lines. So I just feel like Grand Theft Auto is, is it's, it's the correct answer. In a question where there is no wrong answers, Grand Theft Auto is the most correct answer that you can possibly give. That's that's the hill that I'm going to die on. I'm not mad at you. I just for me that was an obvious answer. So it was like I can't say Grand Theft Auto. I, but that's I the thing. It's like sometimes yeah. sometimes when things are too obvious, you have to. You just have to. You have to. There's no other way. Think outside the box. Sometimes you know we get. We, Denzel told us what he was going to pick, so we knew what he was going to do. But like you know, I, we had to work around it. Or else you all would have said Grand Theft Auto. I think we should just take our foreign friend and put him through the gauntlet. 
let them play a little Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Let them put on these headphones again in this lobby, and then let them get the auto. And let him start right up with the first mission with Trevor in them, and let him oh, walk out of the room, give you a synopsis on his experience. Holmes ain't yeah. going. Holmes is not gonna come back out of that room and give you any synopsis. He's gonna pack his bags. He's gonna get ah, back on bro. his plane and he's going home. Nah, <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. Because what if he came from like a a place where he was very uh, what do you call the word? Um, not isolated, but when like your parents like overprotect you and mm-hmm. shelter, there you go. Mm-hmm. And like he didn't get to experience nothing, and then you put him on all this new shit, and now he's like overstimulated, and he's like, "Bro, I want to go home. Where's the Mountain Dew? What if you? What if? What if, what if he does that? I feel like if you give them the three games that we all just mentioned, like, and tell them that this is how it's gonna be when you step outside these doors, he's going home. He's going oh, home. If you tell him that the world is made up of Trevors and <clears throat> people in the Fortnite or Call of Duty lobbies. He's going home. Why would you want to? Why? Why would you deal with this? Because, yo, you grow some hair on your stuff, bro. You know what I'm saying? This is like a good shot of whiskey. Go down warm. You know what I'm saying? Just wait until it gets to the multiplayer. Yeah, get swolled up after that. You know? Good stuff. It was character. Swear to God, it does. (laughs) Multiplayer gaming brings out the worst in people, yo. If you you tell someone (laughs) that this is what to expect in America, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. There's, there's no other way to put it. They're gone. <laughs> I just think it's funny because you're definitely right, but it brings out that unfiltered rage out of folks too, which is like one of very few things in life that can do it like this is gaming. It's hilarious, man. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good icebreaker as always, Chris. Thank you for that one. Um, y'all, I gotta say, y'all, y'all like I was not expecting the other answers y'all gave. I really respect those. So um, <laughs> good stuff. Um, all right. Well, <clears throat> segueing into our first topic for this week here, you know, we were talking about Grand Theft Auto. Obviously, that was uh, my answer for the icebreaker. And Rockstar dropped some unexpected news today. Uh, they announced the arrival of something they call GTA Plus, which is a new membership program. That's their membership program. Really just means a subscription service exclusively for Grand Theft Auto Online on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S. It launches March 29th and provides easy access to a range of valuable benefits for both new and long-standing players on the latest generation of consoles. Uh, they go on to say that being a GTA Plus member gets you a reoccurring monthly payment of 500,000 GTA bucks, which I just want to point out real quick to buy that with your actual money that translates to $10 a month. Or yeah, if 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 it if you were just gonna buy a shark card that gave you five hundred thousand, it would be ten dollars like U.S. dollars a month. Just want to throw that out there. Um, but yeah, that goes directly into your account, plus the opportunity to claim properties in and around Los Santos that unlock gameplay updates you may have missed out on, special vehicle upgrades, and members only discounts. <clears throat> G- they go on to say like you get a couple other things like more GTA cash and more um, rep bonuses and so on and so forth. So this service is going to be, what was the exact thing, uh, $5.99 a month on Xbox and PlayStation 5. So there's a lot of controversy around this thing. Um, Manny, I'm going to start with you immediately because your reaction to this wasn't that great. Uh, (laughs) 
so I've seen a lot of people who have shared the same reaction as you online. Like they don't want another subscription service, yada, yada, yada. I understand all those things, but I just want to hear your raw reaction. What do you think about this? Why don't you like it? It's weird. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, I feel like if you're going to do something like this, they probably should have done a sign like this a long time ago. And I understand that, like, you know, there's something new for next gen players, um, you know, to offer them the opportunity to catch up or even existing players, the opportunity to like, you know, get some new things, some sweet upgrades for free and all that kind of stuff from like some of the stuff that is uh, on this first month list. But I just feel like it's it's weird for a game that's nine years old, basically. You know, it'll be nine years old in uh what is it called? September, but like either they're planning, you know, they're planning to make this even more expanded, as in like Grand Theft Auto Online is gonna continue on to like the next Grand Theft Auto game, which would be great because it would suck to have to like kind of start all over again while you're paying the subscription, really. But at the same time, it's like it's it's we want something new, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people didn't really like the expanded enhance. I personally enjoyed it. I you know it's it's free on PlayStation or ten dollars on Xbox, and you know it's a nice little graphical boost upgrade. I appreciate it. A lot of people didn't for some reason. I mean, not beggars can't be choosers, I guess. At the end of the day, but like I just feel like this is another way of them to like essentially kind of like milk their way into us, even though like the value is there. Like Denzel said, like, I mean, you're spending basically almost half the price of a shark card for the, the amount of money you get in the subscription. But I just feel like it's unnecessary at this stage of the game. Okay. So to your first point, and I've, you know, I've said this on the podcast in the past, I really mm-hmm. do think that GTA online is going to be the thing for forever. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that GTA six comes along, GTA online will still exist and will tie into GTA six. Like they won't be a new thing to redownload, especially the way that they've structured this next gen patch <laughs> tells me that, I, you know, I, I really feel that. So I think GTA plus is, is it's a, I can understand why the, the annoyance of like a subscription service. And I think that people have a really visceral reaction to the subscription service. now, even though, I feel like there's nothing about this subscription service that forces, I don't know, like the average GTA player doesn't need to get this subscription service to like reap the benefits of Grand Theft Auto online as a whole. So I, I never, I I never really fully understand like why people get so upset about this type of stuff. And I know that you're not necessarily that upset, but some of the things I was seeing on Twitter earlier was just like, they were just ripping rockstar apart. And I don't fully understand it because when it comes to these like microtransactions and all these different types of things, again, I feel like you just vote with your wallet. You don't have to buy it. So the fact that it exists, should, I feel like really shouldn't anger people that much. It's just like, just don't buy it. Um, me as somebody who, were you going to say something? I was going to say one thing though, that like could be kind of like iffy about the subscription is they do mention. And one of the benefits, the principal, uh, the best, I whatever, mm-hmm. how they were saying, how, um, what does it call? Um, that it, along with a complimentary house special work upgrades for it before it is made available to purchase by the general public. Mm-hmm. Like, I I think it's still kind of wonky that, like, depending on how long this, like, 
how do I explain it? Where it's just like this this benefit of having stuff early compared to like the people in the general public. Like, is this gonna be like a week long thing, a month long thing? Like, am I not gonna be able to drive a car for a month just because I ain't paid for that six dollar month fee of just like being able to drive that car or whatever? Like that that's another worry I have. Is like, am I gonna be forced to like kind of purchase this on a paywall just to have it like day of because i like to have you know like things when they first come out of course because especially when i have the money for it because right yeah but i mean it's it's, it's i don't I, i'm i'm wonky about that i don't i don't want to be feel like i'm forced to guess on just because it's hidden behind a paywall for subscription just to use it you know what i'm saying like if it's a week i'll wait a week but, but here's the thing though month, here's the, the way it's I'm worded gonna, is you get it for free. I mean, for free by having a subscription. Whereas a month, maybe let's say a month or a week later or whatever, people who don't have the subscription would have to pay for it. I don't, I personally don't see what's wrong with that. Like I, like I understand that, but like, like I said, like I got, I got the money, Greg, the photo, you know what I'm saying? If, and if anything, I could just hop in Kaya Perico, get a quick meal in like 30 minutes and I'm mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, for the people that do got the money and they don't want to spend, them like, real money just to, like, get the stuff for free and, like, have it, like, immediately, it's just, like, it sucks. That's, the only, that's like, one of my downsides to this as well. It's just, like, the fact that there are going to be exclusive items that won't be available for the general player that doesn't want to spend the $6 a month until uh, whenever the dates are, you know? Like, the fact that it could be a month, potentially, just because it is a month's subscription service is a little, you know, wonky to me. I would expect maybe a week or two. Maybe not necessarily a month. But also, I don't know. I just feel like there's precedent for this in literally every other aspect of gaming, right? Like, um, I don't know, for example, WWE game, right? Like, if you paid a little bit more money, you got to play that game a little bit earlier. And in some aspects, that may give you, like, a unfair advantage, like... I don't really see it this way, but I can yeah. see how someone can make the argument. Oh, you have an unfair advantage. You got the game three days early. So if you're playing online against people, you know this, you know that. Like, I don't know. There's a precedent for this in all types of games like Madden and like any any of the EA games, right? Like if you have EA access, you can play earlier, this, that, and the other. Like there's there's precedent for that if you are part of a subscription service. So I don't I don't know. I don't I guess I really just don't see a problem with it. But personally, I just I also don't give a shit about most of these types of things. Like yeah. Like if I if it's something that I find compelling, I'm gonna spend the money regardless. And I'm I'm okay with that, you know? And I, I also think that GTA Online has existed for so long, like it's not particularly surprising to me that they're gonna find more ways to monetize it, especially if they're actually gonna be adding value to the like GTA Online by having newer things, you know, like like the uh, the things that they did with GTA Online, in my opinion like this next gen version are fascinating. And the fact that they only charge $10 for it, where you have Sony <laughs> charging you, you know, like $70 for basically like a next gen version of the game that you, that you already have more than likely, you know, like, I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know. I just, I don't fully understand like the backlash about any of this stuff. Um, but Chris, mm-hmm. I want to get your take on this. Cause obviously man and I have been going back and forth. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have too much of a qualm about it. I, I When it comes to microtransaction stuff, honestly, I really don't have any kind of issues with any of that stuff unless they put, like, an actual thing in play that's, like, a necessity to play in the game. Mm-hmm. Don't put, you know, something that I need to get through a mission 
in 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 a microtransaction. I if know. you do that to me, then I'm fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. You know, because then now you're telling me I have to pay more than what I spent on the base game to play the game, and that's that's bullshit. So when it comes to stuff like that, yeah, I'll get pissed. But everything else, it's like it's optional. You know, especially if it comes down to like vanity stuff. Honestly, if I'm being 100% real, I'm actually kind of surprised that GTA didn't lean more into this kind of thing before because they have such a grand opportunity to do it with the type of game that they have. You know, like if any game, in my opinion, was ever going to do any kind of microtransactions for vanity items or God knows whatever else, I would have thought it would have been GTA. Mm -hmm. I would have thought GTA would have been killing it in terms of uh, clothing options and housing options. Being honest, in my opinion, the game that gets that the best is probably Fallout, man. That that Fallout, whatever they call it thing, I forgot what they call it, um, the Vault Shop or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's so much shit in there that you could buy either for your person, for your your um your base, whatever the case is, and you can buy it with your own money, or you could just earn the the currency within the game mm-hmm. by playing it, and then just do it that way too. It takes longer, yeah, but you don't necessarily have to spend any money. So I, I also don't really understand why a lot of people online get really, really bent out of shape about it. I guess for them, it's more of a thing where it's like, well, it's the principle of the matter. You shouldn't be trying to do this anyway. But it's like, my guy, like... like people have to make money mean? at the end of the day. Like, that's a business's whole Damn. job. And and to your point, Chris, like, GCA has been putting out content. And Manny, you can obviously attest to this, like, very consistently, right? We had the, mm-hmm. the Dr. Dre thing that dropped had new music, had new cars, had new this, had new that. Like, they don't charge anybody for that. Like, every time they put out new content, with the exception of this new next-gen, like, rework entirely, they don't charge money for most of these expansions. Kyle Perico, no money. Doomsday Heist, no money. Um, The Heist in general, no money. You know, like, all that stuff they've been releasing for nine years now for free. Um you know, and I, I think I guess really the reason why we haven't been see, we haven't seen the subscription service yet is because nine years ago subscription services really weren't a big right. thing. Like I think Game Pass is changing the game on a lot of this stuff. Even EA Access to an extent, you know, which came before Game Pass, like changed the game on, you know, from gaming standpoint, understanding what people are willing to pay for in a subscription service. So, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, but like I said, it has this, you know benefits i think it kind of like it, it just kind of sucks that like the exclusive things depending on how long it will be exclusive for would suck that's going to be hidden behind the paywall wasn't that like you said i mean the value is there just for the, the money you get along but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i and i understand too they're trying to like have the like new players catch up the only thing is is like i feel like a game that's nine years old I don't think there would be like new players really as much. Well, when you say new players catch up, like so there's some there's some old stuff wrapped in this like first mm-hmm. batch of things. But it seems like they're gonna keep releasing new things like in the next you know months and you know presumably years mm-hmm. ahead. So I don't think this is really all about helping players catch up. Like this definitely seems like it's going to be this like thing that will evolve. I I just feel like you don't just drop like Rockstar is very meticulous about the things that they do they're very particular about how they do things i don't think you just drop this as a way to get people to catch up without there being like if you're giving people a reason to catch up it's because you have plans to make this to be more later right like (laughs) the game is nine years old about to be 10 doing this now tells me that you plan to make this game last another nine years 10 years whatever 
So yes. I don't know. I don't really feel like it's all about just getting people to catch up. Like I think we can. I, I think ultimately what makes sense is for us to go back and reassess this maybe two, three months down the line and see, okay, what value did you add after this first month and then the next month after that? And if we're seeing consistent content getting dropped in there, um, you know, I, I guess we'll have to reassess what you think about it, Manny, at that point in time. That's not fair? Yeah. As, I mean, as long as this somehow ties into the next Grand Theft Auto, and I know it's kind of hard to, like, think that. And actually, you know, now that I think about it, like the fact that they did say this is only next gen, so, like, only next year players couldn't have this. I can kind of see, like, them somehow tying in Grand Theft Auto Online to the next Grand Theft Auto with, like, updated graphics and anything like that. So, I'm hoping it, it is like that, where, like, you still have your nightclubs and everything like that somehow tied into the next Grand Theft Auto or, like, I don't know, have a head start or something. If they do that, then, yeah, I, I would I would say it's not bad, you know? Like, will I buy it? It depends, but... In the end, like that, I feel like that's the most important part. Is if it does, if somehow they do tie Grand Theft Auto online to the next Grand Theft Auto, then yes. Here's the one thing I will say though, I, and this is my last point on it. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is something that I think Grand Theft Auto in general could, needs to like lean a little bit more heavily into. Over all these years, over all these different sequels that we've gotten in these games, I really kind of wish at some point they would like do a little bit more with the weapons that they have in the game because they don't really put a lot of focus on mm-hmm. weapons in Grand Theft Auto. Like, you use them a lot, right? There's a lot of shootouts and all that kind of stuff, but there's never every, anything in the game that ever makes you feel like the guns are yours. Um, so, like, you know how, for example, in Grand, uh, not Grand Theft Auto, in Call of Duty, they have the whole um, the area where you put all the attachments on and all that kind of good stuff? Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really cool to have something like that within Grand Theft Auto to where, like, your weapons actually kind of mean something. Um, yeah, it just always felt like in Grand Theft Auto games, I just pick up this gun that's on the ground that's really good and shoot it. You know, but it, it, there's nothing more to it than that, you know? Um, there's a little bit more to it in GTA Online. Like, you can customize... Yeah, well, I haven't played that, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can customize, like, the look. I mean, to an extent, like, you're really just putting a skin on it, but I guess that's not that different from Call of Duty, too. But you can customize the weather has this... Uh, suppressor whether you like upgraded mm-hmm. to a mark ii there is actually a decent amount of customization in, in gta online so yeah. mm-hmm. but well i only brought that up because i'm like if you had something like that that you were leaning more into then this whole gta plus thing can you could put that kind of stuff into it and stuff like that is what incentivize me personally you want to do that because like if i see like a crazy attachment and i'm like oh shit yeah i might want to get this little subscription thing for that because that's going to heavily affect my gameplay, so that's different, but mm-hmm. that, that's the only thing to me that I really wish I would see them do more of, but apparently they got to just do it more in the regular games and not just yeah. online, because... I see what you mean, though. Well, but, like, but I think that's the whole... Sorry, Manny, not to control, no, but no, I think no, that's no, the whole okay. point of this, is to do it online, because the online stuff is like, you're making it an MMO. Like, to, to do that type of stuff, in my opinion, to do that type of stuff in the main game means nothing, because... That's not going to live on in any meaningful way. Like, once you beat the story, yeah, you could drive around and fuck around a little bit. But, like, I think the point of it is to do it in the GTA Online because GTA Online is what makes people, like, like the only reason I went back to playing GTA was to play GTA Online. Like, I am i don't care enough about GTA Five, like, the story and those characters. Like, I think it's cool that I can make my own guy and, like, have a fully customized experience like i can get my own car customize the car exactly how i want buy a particular house that i want to buy buy a business build that business up like 
GTA Online is literally a fully fleshed out MMO. And it's very like under the radar. And I think it's one of the best MMOs that exist right now. And nobody talks about it like that because it's Grand Theft Auto. But mm-hmm. like all those things that you just mentioned, Chris, they're in the game. Like all of that stuff, like customizing your gun and having that gun live with you for, for a full nine years, right? And then having new things that pop up in the game. Like that stuff exists. So I don't know. But sorry, man. What were you going to say though? You know, I'm not gonna lie. Probably forget. Okay. <laughs> well, we, we got to move on anyways, because uh, you know we, we spent a lot of time on GTA here. So yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> let's uh, let's change gears over to another open world experience, really. Um, that PlayStation showed off last week in their state of play, and that's Hogwarts Legacy. Um, I have to say, man, I was really, really blown away with this game. Like what they showed off in their little 15 minute segment. Um, there's just a lot going on in this game, man. It's like, it really just reminded me of like, I don't know, Bully meets, I don't, I don't even know what, what to say it meets, but like, I don't know. This, it's just like you actually being in the Hogwarts school and dealing with like the different characters and, you know, the the evil kids in the school and all that different type of stuff and actually like being able to explore so much of the, not only inside of the school, but outside of the school and like, they showed you flying around in a you know a little Pegasus and whatnot. It just seems like the game is extremely immense, and I I'm not entirely sure if it's something that I'm going to buy for sixty seventy dollars. But I have to say, from what they showed off, I was really really impressed. Uh, so, Chris, I'm going to start with you on this one because I know last episode you kind of you thought this was going to be a pretty low key you know sleeper game. So, what do you think yeah, about? I think it's going to be more high key now. Uh, like I, I got to like crank it up from low to high because. I think after this uh, reveal or uh, presentation, whatever you want to call it, I think it it definitely caught way more of the casual people because we all kind of knew it was coming. But I kind of feel like you kind of had to be a little bit more on the hardcore side to know some of the details. Whereas this was like Hogwarts legacy to the world, you know what I mean? And now another thing that kind of puts into perspective for you is just how far this franchise has come as a franchise. Like people cannot say that this is not. It, it's become such a big pop culture thing that it's almost on a level of like Star Wars and some of these other big oh, no doubt. things that have come out, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's wild to think about it. That's what it is. So as soon as this hit the, the you know, the mainstream, yeah, I think it really, really, really started to catch heat for real because then you got to look at what the actual trailer was and, man, I'm telling you, man, this game got some serious potential, bro. Serious. And one of the biggest things I think is... um. They've been able to capture the small details that they kind of get right in the movies, but in video game form. And I think it's translating very well. Um, that That is one of the best things about those movies. Harry Potter, you had the book, and then the book became a, a film. And then it was like the film truly like came to life in a sense. I don't know if there's a better representation of that from book to film. I, I really think Harry Potter like has the, the crown for that. Um but everything in Harry Potter feels like it's alive, down to the newspaper, down to the, the, the photographs, down to the brooms, down to the snitch in the damn Quidditch tournaments. All that stuff feels alive. <laughs> you know, even, I'm, I'm pretty sure you could take a walk in the forest and step on a certain patch of grass and the uh, blades of grass might turn around. And like, you, you, you don't know it's Harry Potter. <laughs> you can, like, you just, everything's magical. And they captured that very well, it looks like, from the presentation, man. Man, 
man, you could be the dark wizard if you want to. I can hail our Lord. <laughs> Bro, what? What? He who shall not be named? You about to turn what? into he who shall not be named. What? Man, please. Give me one of them little crooked wizard wands, man. I'm about to be out here doing all kind of crazy shit, man. I can't wait. Let me get out of my classroom first, and then let me get out into the real world, which is kind of where I think they're going to take it. Very bully-esque. Mm-hmm. Bully has you in the school at first, and then he kind of like lets you free on the actual world. Man, oh, it has a lot of potential. They got pets. They got fantastic beasts that you can have as a pet. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, what? <laughs> if you have RPGs, it's already up my alley. You add some pets? <laughs> bro, you're talking my language. <laughs> you're talking my language, bro. So yeah. I'm hoping this doesn't fail, man. It also looks beautiful. Um, I don't know if it's on uh, UE5. It looks kind of like it was in some parts, and then other parts, not so much. So I'm not sure. But regardless, the graphics look really good and smooth. Um, Man, I'm excited, man. They, they made it seem like they also are taking their time with this to kind of like make sure it's a real explorational kind of thing, not just something where you're just in the school, you know, because we all know the school. We all know how a lot of stuff works. I think the biggest question most fans would have is what happens outside of the school? And let me find out about some of the creatures that live around the school. And, you know, there's a lot of mysteries to that place. How many movies have we watched where <laughs> there's another mystery unraveled about Dumbledore or another mystery unraveled about Hagrid? There's always something going on in there. There's some dark shit that happened 20 years ago that they covered up until now. Or one of these prisoners from down in the depths came out of nowhere. Now he's crazy. There's always friggin' something in Harry Potter. You know, it's just how it is. Even if in the they, movies, there there's like certain things that they like allude to, but they don't really like di- dive too deep into it. Mm. So it's like, even if they were just to focus on the inside of the school, there's so many secrets inside the school alone. Then you're talking about, you know, like they, they mentioned um, there's some puzzles that you have to solve on the school grounds, like outside that like Merlin may have ma- you know made in the past and all that different type of stuff. And it's like, dude, that that's just cool. Like, uh, like the, the forest and all that stuff, like different creatures that you may either have to avoid or try to protect because they're trying to get they're about to get poached and whatnot. Like there's so much to the game that they showed off in that 15 minute time frame that it's like, dude. Like yeah. that's spinning by the end of it. Also, in my last point, I'm sorry, I know mm-hmm. I keep going. Mm-hmm. I have to ask y'all, do y'all think that there's gonna be multiple versions of PvP in this game? Cause I kind of get that impression. I think they're gonna let people do duels, you know, with the wands and shit. But then I'm also thinking about they look like they kind of put a lot of work into like to writing on the stuff and doing things like Quidditch and all that. So like wouldn't that also be technically considered like PvP-esque if it's really in the game? I think, from what I recall, they said straight up that there's no like co-op or multiplayer aspects oh, right now. That's trash. Yeah. Uh. So, I mean, honestly, I would rather them do it this way and perfect like what yeah, the I, world I is, you. and then maybe yeah. like down the road you can add that or whatever. Like, I, I like the way that they're doing it now. So, like, if later on you want to add the Quidditch stuff and you want to add like duels because the combat looks. Sick. Yeah, that's why I kind of want it. Yeah, you know? the combat like, looks like, really what? dope. Like the way, like ah, something about the way he's like casting the spells and then turning around, casting another spell. Like I don't know, something about it just it reminds me of like um, just smooth, bro. But, but like you know, like Devil May Cry, where like Dante used to shoot the guns and then turn around and then shoot. Mm. Like, it just kind of reminds me of that in a way. Um, yeah, I, I it looks really cool for sure. Manny, I want to get your point. Uh, you know, your thoughts on the game though, real quick before we go on. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, me personally, I'm not a big like Harry Potter or anything like that fan. I never watched the movies, so like, yeah, the game. <laughs> and uh, don't don't do them like that, yo. Because I only just recently got caught up on. I, I still need to finish the last movie, but like, you know, I've only recently got up on those movies. So, oh no, but you yeah. haven't seen not a movie, not not any of them. No, not even Fantastic. Not even by so. accident, because like that should be on TBS all the time. You not even by accident. Nope. <laughs> it was just one of those things that never really caught my attention as a kid. Who's man's bro? But like the Ayo. game, the game does look solid. But the problem is, since I don't have any connection to the movies or anything like that, and they're like selling like a lot of things that you know, a lot of Easter eggs that you would know if you like, you know, know a lot about the series. Is it's like. You know, it's not, it's a nice little fan service, and you know I appreciate them for doing that. But like, like I said, for me as somebody new to the franchise, like the game looks good, but I don't know if I would be like, you know, interested to shell out sixty or seventy dollars depending on the price tag on this game, just because I am new to the franchise. Like maybe if I do a little more research and watch the movies, maybe I probably would want to. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, you should. <laughs> no, no, not not even just saying it because I like them, but like, how I do. Could you- I don't get how you play that game without at least seeing one of the movies. You should at least do. One. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like for somebody who's new to it, like I don't know. I just personally don't see myself picking picking it up day one. Maybe if it was on sale or on Game Pass. But I do like the touch of the detail, like you know, they're, like they're mentioning about not only like the schools, the secrets, and like outside the villages and everything like that, but like some of the mechanics, like when he was like building some stuff or pe- making spells and like. I they were saying like you can like I I saw about like the the spells like being made or like showed like for what you need for at that time and like they like kind of got into it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like the little attention to details. Um the combat, you know, the combat do look good. I'm not gonna hate. Um and I like how they're saying how um you know when you explore outside Hogwarts itself and you go to like the little villages and how they're saying, like they have like these little enemies they got to deal with like the dark wizards and all that kind of stuff. So like, I like the little intentional details again for somebody who never, you know, dipped their toes into the franchise itself. I can't believe I don't it. know if I will like personally buy it, but it does look like a solid game and I'm sure it probably is a solid game for those who are big fans of the franchise. Okay. Manny, look, man, you gotta, you gotta watch at least the first Harry Potter, bro. You gotta do it. That that's like almost blasphemous. Like I think that that's to me that's worse than somebody saying they never watched a Star Wars movie. Because I could get why somebody wouldn't watch a Star Wars movie. It's, that's, nah. it's, I think it is. Nah. I think it is. You're wild. You're talking, you're talking about Star Wars is way bigger, way bigger well, than I, I understand that, but what I'm saying is like there are a lot of people out there who don't like that shit, and I get why they wouldn't even want to dip their toe into it. Whereas for me, Harry Potter is so. I don't know. It's so friendly. It's, it's so easy for somebody to want to watch. I, I'm just I mean, surprised that. Maybe because it's I don't more know so, so it's very likable. I don't know what else to put it. Like, it's mm. just, I don't know. I feel like Star Wars is, I mean, that obviously we're now it's just a matter of opinion, but like, I feel like Star Wars is way more approachable than Harry Potter. There's less to How? remember. The original Star what? Wars movies, uh, good versus bad. <laughs> like literally it's literally that simple you don't have to you don't have to know like oh spells and this and that like it's like true good versus bad 
But I guess my point is that most of the folks that I know that don't like this shit or don't even want to give it a chance, like that that's kind of like the point. Like they don't even get to the point where they realize it's good versus bad in the story. They're just like, I don't want to watch this shit with alien dudes or what they don't like that kind of stuff. That's interesting. I feel like I feel like generally speaking, most people are okay with sci-fi as opposed to like high fantasy. High fantasy or fantasy in general tends to put people off way quicker than sci-fi. People can wrap their heads around like aliens and like a lightsaber, especially considering how old Star Wars is. Like most people were born and Star Wars just existed in their lives. They knew that that's what it was. Like it was like they didn't really have to wrap their heads around it. Like they grew up in that pop culture. Whereas when you factor in like like Elden Ring is another example, right? Like I've heard a couple people tell me that they weren't interested in even touching that game because of the high fantasy element of that game, right? Like high fantasy puts people off way quicker from my experience than sci-fi does. So I feel like Star Wars is That's way more approachable. That's so interesting to me. I, I firmly feel the opposite. <laughs> I'm, firmly, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's I'm crazy. an example, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just didn't catch my interest as much as probably you. And, you know, like, that's just my opinion. Well, now, I used to read these shits before the movies even came out. So that's why I was hella into it. I was a nerd back then reading mad books. Uh. So it just worked. It just worked. But, like... Yeah, it's just incredible to me because, like, it's one of those movies that literally comes on all the time. This is like somebody telling me they never seen Baby Boy. Like, bro, this shit was on TV all the time. I think or Friday, Friday, that shit is on TV all the time. Did you miss it, bro? Like, I feel like, like I feel like there's a major assumption that people be like watching TV. Like, I don't, I don't watch TV. Ever I guess, anymore. yeah, maybe I'm <laughs> like, off on that one. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you right, you right. Like you're never That's like it, it'll almost never be that I'll catch something on TV right now. Like if I'm watching yeah. something, I'm. I didn't think purposely about that. watching it. So, yeah, that 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 you're right, just you're doesn't right. exist anymore. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But I, I do still understand what you're saying, though. Like, there are, there are, like, these mega franchises that, like, I feel like Baby Boy is a bad example. I feel like that's a cultural thing more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> just just what I thought I had to real quick for you. Baby Boy is a cultural thing. But when you talk about, like, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Avengers, um... I'm I already blinked. I know I missed like missing a couple other things, but like the sphere of those things are so large that when somebody says I've never seen that, it's like holy shit, that's weird. Like we have a friend um, you know, that we play Xbox with who just got into all the Star Wars movies and like he's like a fucking he's like a kid now. Like every every five seconds he's referencing something about Star Wars because he's never been exposed to it. And I remember when we were first talking about it, I was like, bro, how have you never seen a Star Wars movie? Like that makes no sense to me. It's just so like ingrained in the culture of our yeah. world <laughs> that it's just like Luke, I am your father jokes and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. like lightsabers, the force, all those things are so ingrained in our culture that like it's weird to that anybody would not know what it is. And I, you know, I I, I, yeah. I was honestly kind of surprised when Manny said that because I think um, Harry Potter was like starting to kind of blow up when he was a kid. So I would expect <laughs> that to be a thing yeah. that he was exposed to in his childhood. But I guess not. Yeah, even, my, even my parents sure. were. <laughs> they weren't hitting Oh, it. you know what? Though? That does make That actually does oh, make sense. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, either. that doesn't yeah. make sense now. Yeah, yeah, that makes a little. Yeah, okay, I get it, I get it. Okay, yeah, Manny's upbringing is a little. Not different, even guys. making no jokes. I just, I just get it. No, nope, no, nope, yeah, <laughs> no. I respect that. Manny's upbringing was a little different, so you know, yeah, it makes sense yeah. that he may not have been exposed to that. Cause, I, yeah. man, like maybe if I, if I have like 
a day. Like it's funny because like I was talking to one of my coworkers and she was telling me like they have like a whole like week in December dedicated to just Harry Potter movies, and I'm just like. I don't know how I can do that. <laughs> the movies are really, really good, good movies. Really yeah, they're really they're good. good movies, man. Like, I'll, I'll I, really I got good. into them as an adult, and like they're pretty good. And I still haven't gotten to like the Fantastic B stuff, which seems to be mm-hmm. more catered for like adults. So yeah, I can't yeah. wait to get to that. Yeah, those movies are excellent. Like, uh, it's the one. Of, I'm telling you, man. To me, I don't think there's a franchise better that has done it from book to movie. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think so. I can't think of anything either. Um, I'll. I'll give it a chance. Yeah, I'll try. Like, I'll pick one day out of the year. I'll just pick a random day, and I'll just be like, okay, let me just watch this one movie. Or if it's good, I'll watch another. It's so feel good, bro. Like, you gonna feel good when you're watching it. You know what I'm saying? You gonna yeah. It's 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 a good film, bro. You are gonna hey, like man. it, bro. I'm, I'm trying to feel good too. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, trying to be like Chris. Man. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, we gotta get Manny watching Harry Potter. Yo, um, I will watch it point. with you, bro. I will. But uh, <laughs> I will. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think this is a good place for us to leave it. Um, you know, we were going to talk about the potential Sony Game Pass announcement that's rumored to happen next week, but I think we'll just wait till it actually happens. Um, so, with that being said, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Before we go, Manny, I'm gonna let you start it off. Where can the people find you, bro? You already know. Um, Twitch.tv slash GoMasterFlex, as well as Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, GoMasterFlex underscore. The only difference is on Instagram is underscore TTV, but other than that, it's just, you know, underscoring your way to my DMs. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then, Chris, where can the people find you, man? <laughs> How do you start getting like Manny? <laughs> uh, y'all can find me on everything. Uh, M-A-Y-2-5-T-H- X, X, and once again, that is on everything. I let you boy, that damn it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then, of course, guys, you know, you can find me everywhere at Black Ice 8. I'm on Xbox, Twitter, Twitch, all the above. Um, only differences on Instagram and on TikTok. You can go to be Black Ice 8 underscore gaming. And of course, make sure to check out our podcast uh, Twitter. That's probably one of the most active places we are right now. Um, it's at XPAC Pod. Um, yeah, I think that's it for this week, guys. Thank you again for watching and listening. We will check you guys out next week. Peace. Hi, y'all. <laughs>